What happens when two parent coaches, one a Christian and the other an agnostic Jew, sit down to talk about parenting? They take their listeners from surviving to thriving. I'm Dina Thayer. And I'm Kira Dorian. Welcome to Raising Adults, a podcast brought to you by Future Focused Parenting. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Raising Adults. Kira and Dina here today, and we have a fantastic guest. We are really privileged to get to speak today with Alexandra Idens, the co-founder of Big Life Journal. And she is going to share with us all about growth mindset and how we not only model that for our children, but help them develop it in themselves so that they can be successful. And the perspective shift that she talks about is such a game changer. So I'm really looking forward to all of you getting to learn from her and what she brings to the table is so incredible. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. And what a perfect topic as we're starting out our new year, right? right? To be thinking about how do I maybe want to handle the things differently? The things that she suggests are so transformative and really so important for parents to be thinking about. So I just think it's a great thing for us to be thinking about as we kind of move forward into this next year of 2020. Perfect timing. But before we get to the interview, we do want to just kind of warn you listeners that we had some technical difficulties with this recording, Um, especially at the beginning. It sounds a little funny. Your ears do adjust pretty quickly. But I just want to warn you that the start of this can sound just kind of funny to the ear, um, but that what Alexandra has to say is just so important that we really, really wanted to make sure that we aired it. So just bear with us through the initial bumps at the beginning, and hopefully your ears will adjust and you'll still be able to just get so much out of this interview. So let's go to the interview. Well, Alexandra, welcome to the show. Listeners, we have Alexandra Idens, who is the creator and founder of Big Life Journal on the show today. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so glad to get to talk to you. And maybe you can start by just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you came to create Big Life Journal. Yeah, sure. So I am a co-founder of Big Life Journal, and my husband is my second co-founder. Um, and we have started um, twenty in 2016, and that's where I was pregnant with our first son. And we had an idea for, um, you know, for a journal for children. And the reason why we were thinking about a journal, creating a journal is because we were um, kind of having those discussions and how we're going to raise our son and what kind of things we want to teach him. And mindset was our top priority at that time. We just read, both of us listened to audiobook Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. Um, so we were so much like thinking, you know, about mindset and uh, how we can teach him those important things like, you know, having a mindset of gratitude and abundance and growth. Um, so we were looking at that time for children's resources and couldn't find anything. So we said, okay, well, let's create a journal and we're going to start, um, at that, you know, that time we had a Kickstarter campaign, which is like a crowdfunding campaign. Um, which is a great way to validate your idea. So before you like you go into business <laughs> or something, you can just like put it out there and see if anyone is interested. Um, so yeah, so that's how it all started. Wow. So I, I know it's exploded and is just become this unbelievable resource for parents. And so I'm curious if you can share with our listeners what exactly a growth mindset is, because I know it really focuses on that. And that's become such a 
hot topic these days with parents. I know at our school, it's huge. So what is a growth mindset and how do parents and educators foster that in their kids? Um, so Dr. Carol Dweck, which I mentioned, mentioned, she was the author of that book, Mindset, and she is um, kind of a pioneer of growth mindset and, and fixed mindset. So kind of like fixed mindset work. Um, she's still working. She's still doing a lot of things and doing a lot of research on that. And what she said was um, she created two terms, growth mindset and fixed mindset. And she said that growth mindset is when you believe that you are um, capable of changing who you are and you're not born a certain way. So let's say you don't have like a set set, uh, abilities, you don't have set talents, you can um, develop your talents, you can develop your abilities, and you can essentially, you know, develop new skills. Um, So you can do a lot to, to kind of like shape yourself. And it's not only about intelligence, it's about anything in your life. So let's say like, um, you think that you're not very good at friendships or relationships, like those are the things that you can change about yourself. You can change anything. Um, and fixed mindset was the opposite. It's essentially thinking that you are born a certain way and you are either a math person or you're not a math, math person. Um, you know, you just can't do much about your intelligence. You kind of like limited with your abilities and talents. And you can just like just look at what you have and kind of try to work with it type of thinking. So so those are like a polar opposites. Right. And what she Dr. Carol Dweck uh, did was she created so much research and she has done a lot of research in schools with children specifically Um showing that growth mindset is so beneficial and it it directly correlates with success and happiness and resilience and all the things that we want to teach our children and ourselves. That's so interesting. And are there ways that parents then and teachers can help foster that in children? Yes, you can do a lot to help your child to develop growth mindset. Um, and, um, I mean, there's so many things you can, for, first of all, we always recommend, uh, starting with your language and how you talk to your child, how you talk to your child about yourself and about them and about the, you know, all other people. So let's say that, um, if you catch yourself saying that, well, I'm just not good at this or, you know, I, I can't do this and um, I'm just not born to do this. You know, things like that. That's a very fixed mindset thinking. And um, instead, you could model a growth mindset in front of your child. So you can say, well, um, it looks like I, I can't do this yet or I made a mistake and that what I can learn is this. So those kind of things so you can kind of model. Modeling is number one. Parenting technique. <laughs> as <everyone laughs> we <else>. agree. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, modeling is number one. And then, of course, how you talk about, you know, them to themselves um, and how you praise them. Praise is a very big uh, topic in the growth mindset world because the way you praise your child, um, you can, you know, directly contribute to their growth mindset and fixed mindset. Um and, you know, a lot of people or parents don't really think about praise too much. I mean, they they just uh, give out generic praises like, well, good job and you did a great thing and you're so smart. But unfortunately, you know, research shows that this is not the best way. And, um, you know, the common way of praising children is actually 
it could be detrimental and to their for their mind to their mindset and overall how they think about themselves. Um, and in, in the, the book Mindset, Dr. Kildweck, she specifically described a few experiments she has done with children in schools to show that different types of praises can directly correlate to the way that they take on new challenges or they what, how they think about themselves and how resilient they are. So it's just incredible to think that your just one praise or like how you praise a child can make such a big difference. So what are some examples of ways that we should be praising our kids? Yeah. So the examples would be, um, well, first, I mean, the whole praise conversation could last for the entire episode. But um, (laughs) I mean, there are a few important things that you should remember um, is First, growth mindset way of praising is when you praise your, your, not your child specifically, but what they've done. So let's say like you praise the process, they praise their hard work, you praise their effort, you praise how much time they spend on something and how they didn't give up and how they stayed focused. So, um, you know, the, you, you basically don't kind of, um, label them as being smart or talented or fast or some p- parents even praise children for not making mistakes, which is, you know, the opposite, like you should celebrate their mistake. You say, well, that's so great. You just made this mistake that that means your brain is learning and it must feel very hard in your brain because your brain is creating new connections and it's, it's creating new cells. And it's just, you know, when you start talking to, to your child like that, they transform. Like we've seen so many uh, transformations just by, you know, when you start talking like that and explaining to them that, you know, what they do is what matters, not necessarily like who they are or like how they were born. And um, the other thing is with praise is, um, you know, to take it to the whole another level is sometimes a praise is not necessary. And we forget that we immediately jump in and start praising our children and just showering them with positive words with all the best intentions. Um, but at the same time, what we do want to make sure is they develop internal motivation, which means intrinsic motivation, which means that they don't seek for external validation from anyone, not a parent, not a parent, not a teacher, not a friend. They um, should be able to kind of be satisfied with their own work and know that they've done their best and know that, you know, this is what they wanted to create and this is what they created and um, not look for external validation. So if you really want to take it to the whole other level, you can, instead of praising your child, you can turn around and you can ask them a question. You can say, well, what do you think about this? Like, how do you feel about your drawing, painting? How do you feel about it? Um, you know, how did you feel when you created it? And why did you choose these colors? So instead of immediately jumping into praise and giving them that quick satisfaction of being praised and validated by someone, you can like try to cultivate that, that internal intrinsic um, kind of, you know, curiosity and motiv- motivation and so that they can understand themselves and they can seek that validation from within rather than from without. Yeah, it's so that's so important. And I love the the talking about the actual activity and not just the person, because we talk a lot too about like progress over perfection. It's not waiting until everything is perfect and just how you want it. It's noticing where there's been growth and some improvement. And that's so, so wonderful. And I can see where that would really help children as they're young and with their schoolwork and even in how they interact with others. 
But would you also be willing to share how this mindset can help prepare children for success even once they've reached adulthood? Um, yeah, I mean, growth mindset has so many benefits. I mean, we have even at Big Love Journal created a whole poster which says what happens when someone has a growth mindset um, to remind people and I mean, parents and teachers and, and, and children like what actually, you know, what growth mindset does. And um, you, when a child has a growth mindset or when parent, or when adult has a growth mindset, anyone, you completely, the way that you look at the world and yourself changes, right? So you, the world is your opportunity and possibility. Like you start striving for things that you never thought you would be able to do. And you take on new challenges and you're not afraid to fail because you know that mistakes are actually a good thing. Um, and mistakes help you grow and, um, you know, literally grow because what happens is in your brain, when you make a mistake, there's certain connection or there's some activity that happens in your brain that doesn't happen when you get things right. Um, and that activity is, you know, scientifically described as a brain growth. So, uh, literally, when you make mistakes, your brain starts growing in sparking and all those connections start, build, start building, creating. So, um, you know, knowing that it just empowers you, right? When you when something's really hard for you, when you're learning something new, you just kind of have that visual in your head. Well, it doesn't mean that I'm just not good at it. It means that my, my brain is literally creating new cells that have never been before there. And um, that's why it feels hard because it wasn't there before. Like that that kind of information was in my head and I need to build new cells and I need to build practice. I need to practice because when I practice the connections between the cells, they become stronger and stronger. So all that kind of conversation on self-talk is a growth mindset self-talk. So um, imagine if a ch- when a child has that, right? Imagine if that's the way is how they think about themselves and how they think about learning. Um, it's so empowering. I mean, so empowering. I mean, there's nothing that they can't not do. They cannot learn. And um, so, you know, when they have growth mindset, it's just incredible to see the transformation. I just, I just love everything that you just said. I love it so much. It's amazing. So, okay. I want to give you an actual example and I'm curious like how you would encourage a parent to handle this because as you're talking, I'm kind of thinking about some stuff with my kids. And so let's imagine that a child, um, let's say they're school age. So maybe six, seven, eight years old, right around there comes to you with something that they've done and are clearly, they're really proud of it. And so you know, how do you incorporate what you, everything you said about praise, but you notice that there's a mistake in it. So you want to t- sort of talk about the mistake and encourage that growth mindset and that they need to kind of learn something here, but you also don't want to teach them the validation comes from an external source. So how would you encourage a parent to handle a situation like that? So the kid's really proud of what they've done and you notice a mistake. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really depends on a child. I mean, I, I know that you, um, you probably expect from me from generic answer, but um, <laughs> it does depend on the child so much. Um, I mean, you can start from like discussing like, is this a child is perfectionist or tends to be like, you know, perfectionist and gets very upset and uh, doesn't take external feedback very well, or do they actually have a growth mindset and they are happy to receive external feedback? And that's another benefit of developing a growth mindset is 
um, you know, children start realizing that they actually, the feedback they're receiving is just helping them to get better, right? Because it's not about them. It's about what they've done. Um, and the thing is with the mistakes, um, you know, I actually, or our community or our Big Life Journal as a company, we recommend celebrating mistakes and turning it to be a positive thing. And instead of just like, because the way you put a question was, you know, they were proud of their work, but they had a mistake as a, as a mistake was a negative thing, mm. but it is not a negative thing. It is a, it's a good thing. And the thing is, what it shows is that they, this is something, there's something that they don't know yet, or they haven't perfected yet, or they haven't learned yet. And there's an opportunity to learn. And the, the, the reason why they made a mistake is because, you know, now they, they know what they can practice more. Now they find out, found out that, you know, this is the way area where I need to improve. I mean, that's, to me, that's a great thing because sometimes like we don't even know what we don't know. Right. So, um, you know, when you can turn the conversation about mistakes to be a positive thing, you can even say, Oh, Hey, look, like, uh, you know, this is, it looks like, this must, must be a mistake. Some people go to the extent of high-fiving their children for their mistakes and and turning it absolutely completely upside down from what the conventional, you know, kind of wisdom is around mistakes, right? Being negative or being something to be ashamed of. I mean, make it a positive thing. Make it, some, you know, an indication that they're learning and they're um, you know, improving. And like I said, when they make a mistake, something happens in their brain that doesn't happen when they get things right. When they get things right, it means that, that they already got that. They got that, that, that subject. They got that um, information. Like they're ready to move on. And when they move on to a new thing, they will be making mistakes. They will be making until they get them, get, you know, those things right. So, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily position it that way. Like I would, I would, just have it like like conversation and have them notice that or point it out to but have it to be positive right something that hey looks like here you can learn more like it looks like your brain needs to grow and you know what else can you do to maybe practice this or something like that you know have it a kind of light conversation that's so good and it's so important that we remove the negative connotation i think connotation here is what's is so important it's coming through in so much of what you're saying is that we've assigned mistakes as bad or, you know, a, a great piece of schoolwork as good when those might be actually entirely opposite. Like one right. is maybe not representative of growth and learning. And Absolutely. it's so it's so <laughs> important to really think about. And I'm wondering, are there I mean, we as parents, I'm sure don't always get this right as well. So what are some habits we would want to be careful of that parents maybe fall into that kind of go against the growth mindset and we want to watch out for? Um, I mean, um, the, your own growth mindset, if you start working on your mindset yourself and the way you talk to yourself in front of your children, um, you know, the way you talk, talk to them about themselves, I mean, all those things, kind of your language, your conversation with your children, um, that's where it all starts. And, um, you know, kind of when you, when, if you try new things, let's say, if you try to learn a new hobby, if you try to learn a new language, and you'll be making lots of mistakes, but that's again, you know, a good thing because you're mm -hmm. growing, right? And um, if you do it in front of your children, kind of like show them the learning process, and first of all, they see you doing new things and taking on new challenges and um, out, stepping outside your comfort zone, and um, you know, kind of you demonstrating this 
um, enormous kind of challenge right in front of you. So um, they will learn so much from just watching you. Because I even I remember my parents when I was growing up, um, they were in their 40s and then they suddenly both of them decided to change their professions and go to you know banking and they all both of them went to school to study banking and I was just so they would come home and we would have dinner and then they would start doing homeworks so I, I was just you know at that time I was like why are my parents doing homeworks it's so weird but but I still remember that like it's incredible because I, I saw them struggling I saw them like studying for tests I saw them like doing this thing. So it was just, I think it was incredible that they've done it. Um, so I feel like, you know, the way that kind of you manage your life <laughs> and the way that you accept challenges and try new things and, you know, maybe something you've never done before and talk about it and talk how you feel like you feel scared, which is, you know, still a valid emotion and valid feeling, but you do it anyway. So all these things like so important. Oh, I love it so much. So I, I'm wondering what your like favorite go-to phrases are that parents could take away today just from listening. I know um, you mentioned I can't do it yet. I know both my kids say that, um, which I love mm -hmm. to pieces. Um, but are there other ones that you that you found are particularly helpful for parents to kind of have in their back pocket? Um, let me think. Well, I mean, not so much phrases maybe, but... Um... Well, I mean, uh, one thing which we say in our family is um, an affirmation, which is we can do hard things. And um, so it's kind of like it became our motto or family motto. <laughs> and so much so that my son, who's only three, he says that. And it's just so hilarious to hear mm. him say that. Um, but um, and it's just like when we're struggling and we're both my husband and I were very conscious, like in front of him, like we're struggling with something. And I always remember to say that I was like, oh, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. So he can like watch me, right? He can watch me struggling and talking to myself, um, trying to like encourage myself because that's what I want him to do to himself, right? To, to have that skill of, um, you know, perseverance and encouraging yourself and keep going um, and have, having that kind of like, um, saying or motto it's very helpful because you know you can just immediately fall into it kind of like primes your brain to um, get into the courageous state and keep going so you can prime your brain with like a specific affirmation or saying like a or a word as soon as you say it you can get in a specific state emotional state um so that you know we usually recommend to choose you know choosing some kind of motto for your family um, and, and again, like I said, instead of jumping into praising your child, um, you know, ask him questions, ask her questions. I mean, what my son started saying, like recently he would just ask me, um, he would start, for example, like he was singing a song, like singing a song or like dancing or whatever. And he was like, do you like this? Do you like this? Mommy, do you like this? And I mean, like, and continuously asking me if I liked it. And then I would say, well, I say, do you like this? And he immediately says, you know, yes, I do like it. And he stops and he's not, he doesn't even like, he doesn't even care anymore if I like it. So kind of like catching yourself instead of immediately, um, you know, saying yes, or yes, I do like it. Or, you know, I, I love what you do and I love this, which is, you know, I understand parents want to say that because they, you know, they believe that they're building self-esteem and confidence by saying that. But at the same time, 
turning it around so that they can, you know, look inward and understand if they like it. And, and I usually finish by saying, well, that's the most important thing if you like it or not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing else matters really. And then, um, because I want him to think so. I want him, you know, to sing and to dance and like it and not care if I like it or his dad likes it or anyone else likes it. So, um, you know, so that's kind of like the way if you can, if you can, um, you know, kind of train yourself or remember doing that, I think that would make a big difference. I love that. And I love that then it removes, it can already kind of lay a foundation for removing this always caring what other people think and using that for validation. And I mean, it just sets the stage for so much more positive. Hey, if I like it, I'm good. If I like this outfit I have on or this dance I'm doing or whatever, it's just, that's really game changing. So for our listeners who want more, tell us uh, more about Big Life Journal, where our listeners can get your resources. How do we find all that you're doing? Yeah, so you can go to BigLifeJournal.com and uh, we just released our second episode of, I'm sorry, second season of Big Life Kids podcast. It's a podcast for children, which I highly recommend. Um, It is Growth Mindset podcast, but it's done in a fun way. So Mm -hmm. It's, um, you know, we have real actors that play the characters and the um, the writer for this podcast, she is a comedy writer for kids. So she makes everything very fun. And um, but it has the important messages like, the t- you know, the two characters, they interact with each other and they kind of like uplift each other, take turns uplifting each other and encouraging each other and then talking about things like, you know, per- you know, and persevering and uh, you know, being confident and things like that. So I highly recommend trying to, you know, play this podcast for kids in the car or it's free, right? So it's, it's like any other podcast, you can find it anywhere on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, Spotify, and try to play it for your kids and see if they like it. Because, you know, um, you know, the more they get messages from different sources, like it, you're not, you don't have to be the only source. So it tries to instill growth mindset in your child. Um, you know, if you introduce them to other things like, you know, podcasts and, um, you know, we have journals so they can do things in the journals. And so there are multiple sources of kind of, um, you know, communicating that information to them. So so they slowly their brains and mindset starts to slowly change um, and, you know, lean towards growth mindset. It will never be 100 percent. Um, this is something you, you know, all of us should remember. Carol Dweck talks about it. She said, no one, there's no person in the world who has a 100% growth mindset. Um, it's always going to be a mixture of both. So you can just kind of, you know, plan for helping your child be more growth mindset than fixed mindset. So we basically have to have a growth mindset about our growth mindset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Alexandra, thank you so, so much for being with us today. What an amazing topic to be discussing and how incredible just to hear the theories that are out there and all the work that Big Life Journal is doing to support this concept. I just think it's amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me. Wow. So mm-hmm. that was a lot to unpack in half an hour. No, I just I loved it. So much. And it made me think a lot about some of the things that, you know, I mean, 
I could be doing differently? Like just little things. Cause I really have always felt like I parent with a growth mindset, but there were a couple little things that she said that I was like, Oh man, I do that. I need to stop doing that. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cause this is, I, I lean personally toward a growth mindset, but I think I can see where I can do better parenting with it, if that makes sense, helping my kids have it. Mm. And even though they're older and now getting probably a lot of their own ideas, I can see where that – because I'm I'm this way kind of a little bit more naturally. Like I'm always like, what now? <laughs> like mm-hmm. what can I work on now? But And see things, you know, not going great. I can see them as positive. But I, I learned a lot because this already is teaching me things I want to say differently to my own people. Well, it's funny because my kids – I'm – well, I, I should change the way I phrase this. I was about to say, I'm a terrible artist. I am not a great artist yet. <laughs> and um, I have said such to my children in a kind of like no big deal, you know, oh, like, yeah. it's okay. We're not, not everyone's good at everything. Like, it's okay to not be good at everything. And they've been like, mom, you're just not a great artist yet. Because um, they get all this at school. Their teacher, um, teachers in general at our school ha- have this philosophy, but their teacher this year is big into growth mindset. Um, so it was kind of interesting to hear that and be like, oh. Your kids are schooling you, Kira. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, totally. Just amazing. So thank you, Alexandra. We love you. And Kids are so great teachers. With us. Yeah, totally. So we hope that was helpful for all of you. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Future Focused Parenting. And if you haven't checked out our online courses and resources and our entire shop page, which is filled with stuff now, do that. Futurefocusedparenting.com slash shop or click on the shop tab. Yeah, we are so glad to be back with you launching into the new year. Please use your growth mindset to continue to listen, tell other people about us. I mean, you're you're essentially our marketing team. So <laughs> you are our growth mindset. Yes, we want to grow with you. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And we hope it's been helpful. And we look forward to bringing you more next week. Raising Adults is produced by Kira Dorian and Dina Thayer and recorded in Kira's laundry room. Music by Seattle band Hannah Lee. Thanks for listening.